0: friends! Hi! Welcome back to Cozy Combos in the Car. We're doing our little, um, we have our technical difficulties still, so we're doing this over FaceTime. So if the audio sounds weird, we apologize. We are trying our very best.
1: Indeed we are. So friends, today we are diving into Chapter 3, and... Um, as Kylie and I were reading this for oh my goodness, there was some great stuff in here. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. So <clears throat> are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, and not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such confidence we have through Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills but the spirit gives life now if the ministry that brought death which was engraved in letters on stone came with glory so that the israelites could not look steadily at the face of moses because of its glory transitory through it was or though it was sorry <clears throat> will not the ministry of the spirit be even more glorious if the ministry that brought can how do you how a cross that
0: commendation oh condemnation yes this is yes
1: Uh, was glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? For what was glorious has no glory now in comparison with the surpassing glory. And if what was transitory came with glory, how much greater is the glory of that which lasts? Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face and prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day, the same veil remains when the Old Covenant read. It has not been removed, because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. And now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who... And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with an ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. Well, guys, I love this chapter. First of all, I would just like to start off by saying that, but there is so many great things in this passage, but I'll hold my commentaries. Kylie, what did you think about
0: it? Oh, there's. I don't know where to start. There's just so much. Um, but the first thing I want to point out is that in the first couple of verses, whenever you would say like um, recommend, mine just said commendation, which I looked at the definition and that means praise. And letters of recommendation is just like they're letters of praise. So, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting, just a change in translation there. Um, and then. Oh, where was it? Also, you said you're in verse 3. It says, cle- my version says, Clearly you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, of the heart. And so I thought it was interesting because I didn't see that is, of the heart. Um, I just saw tablets of flesh. I was like how it's a flesh um isn't our flesh like evil but that's ri- yeah. it's written on our heart um yeah but it this entire chapter is just comparing the new testament to the old testament basically it's comparing okay. past religion to the new religion and oh it's it's just so cool comparing the two um Absolute. yeah
1: um, I like how it was talking about in like twelve on, where it's talking about Moses had a veil over his face, and um, it would prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away.
0: Yeah, like
1: I I don't I, ha- I don't know the full context of it because I haven't entirely read through the Old Testament, although I have read through a good chunk of it. And there are a lot of, like, laws and stuff that was how people were able to reach God, you know? Mm-hmm. And part of me wonders if um, there was some resistance in sharing, the, like, the news that the Old Covenant has passed away because of Jesus Christ. But I don't know. I have to do a little more research, so I'm not gonna like expand on that
0: too much further because I don't want to say something that is not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, actually, this definitely... is this is really cool because I just spent the last five weeks reading all of the laws in the Old Testament, and um, I didn't count. I looked it up. Um, but my youth group has also been um just talking about the difference between um. The Old Testament religion and the New Testament religion. And in the Old Testament, just in the first five books, there's 612 laws that God gave the people of Israelites. Or, yeah, God gave his people. And it's just, it's terrifying because, you know, they have to follow all those laws. And I was just reading, oh, I have to find it, because it really stuck out to me. It was, um... God was telling the Israelites that it's in Deuteronomy. i um, trying to remember, because I re- read it this morning. Oh, it was... Uh, it's Deuteronomy 28, and there's two sections to it. There's blessings on obedience and curses on disobedience. And it's saying... God's saying, if you follow all these laws, and if you follow them well, blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall be you when you come in, and blessed shall be when you go out. Um, blessed Blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the country. All of these things, all these blessings. And then, later on in that chapter, it's the same exact thing, but cursed. Cursed shall you be in the city, cursed shall you be in the country, cursed shall you be... Shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the fruit of your body and the produce of your land, um, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. It's just all of these curses. Like if you follow these raw, lo- if you don't follow these laws, you're you're going to be cursed. And so the point of all of the Old Testament laws, the point of all six hundred twelve of those laws, was to set God's people apart. Like Leviticus, literally, which is where all the laws are, basically. Literally means the law to set apart. God's giving the Israelites those, those laws to set them apart. But in the New Testament and now, um, those laws aren't applicable because Jesus came and died for us. So we just have two laws to follow. And that's those are stated in Matthew when the Pharisees asked Jesus um, what the two most important commandments are. That's to love God and to love others. That's all, that's, those are the laws, the laws, I guess, we have to follow now. They're not really laws. It's a way of life.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I really like that. Uh, I also noticed when it talks about, like, the veil, I always think about, like, okay, so the veil is like a curtain, you know, Mm -hmm. and sometimes when, like, when, that, when we're presented with opportunities to reach other people with the sometimes there can be a lot of fear, a lot of discomfort, a lot of uncomfiness, and a lot of resistance. So sometimes when we're around specific people, you know, like we put on this veil, this curtain, so that way we're not when we like when we look to others before God. There's always going to be that mask There's always going to be that something blocking you from being real.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: when you turn to the Lord. The veil is taken away, and when Spirit of the Lord, it's there. It's free. It's yeah. Free, sorry. <laughs> back <in my> head. <laughs> um. But when we when we go to the Lord, that veil is pushed away because God knows us. God knows our hearts. He knows every single one of His children, like the back of His hand. Because I mean, He formed us in His hands, but you know, whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> He knows us so well, and He knows. Like when we go to him, we don't have to fi- we don't have to put on a facade. We don't have to hide. We don't have to put on this veil with him. Like we can be real. We can be vulnerable. We can be like raw and compassionate with God. And I think that's just such a like a peaceful thing to know. It's just a soothing thing to have in mind.
0: Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because there, he, um, he's literally talking. He's talking about it in a literal. And metaphorical sense. So, like you just talked about the metaphorical sense, and then there's the literal sense. Because when Jesus died, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. That's Matthew 27 51. The veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Signifying that. (laughs) Yeah. Signifying that we can. easily have that relationship with jesus whereas in the old testament they had to work for that and they had to follow all these laws to just basically get god to bless them which is really sad that they didn't get to live with the simplicity of a relationship with jesus now
1: yeah
0: but now oh you go first
1: but even so, like, God still showed compassion and mercy to those mm-hmm. people by sending Jesus to them, you yes. know? Like, he listen, I know you're not going to be able to do this on your own. Here's my son. He's going to take care of your dad's for
0: you. Yeah.
1: Like, dude, what kind of love Like, oh, man, it is unfathomable, man. Someone can love us that much to sacrifice something that is so important to, yeah, I don't know. It's just, man, Scripture is screaming at my heart today. It is a good
0: day to be reading Scriptures. Yeah. My favorite verses in this chapter are definitely verses 17 and 18. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, or there is freedom. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror of the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Being transformed. I love that.
1: Like a transformation of our hearts, like to reflect yes. God. Isn't that amazing? Can it's it
0: wonderful. Oh, wow. I don't
1: know. There's just. There's a lot in this chapter that I am like thrilled about. It's like it's just
0: amazing.
1: Yeah. Which is funny because I didn't notice all of these little things until I read through it the second time. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was reading through it the first time, I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And then now, as I'm reading through it again, I'm just like, "Oh."
0: There's, it's, there's so much. It's amazing.
1: Mm -hmm. I like how it talks about, um, like, I mean, I don't know if we talked about this already, but, um, that you show that you are a letter from Christ. You are the result of our ministry written, not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, but not on tablets of stone, but on the tablets of human hearts. And... I feel, I've heard that phrase before, like, oh, you have scripture written on your heart, and I kind of know what it means, but I, I haven't really understood it until now and, like, what that looks like, which kind of brought me, it kind of brings me back to our last podcast episode when we talked about, you know, some people were going to be the only glimpse of the Bible that they may ever see,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and it just, kind of, it, kind of, it just kind of brought me back to that. Yeah. Mm.
0: There's a lot of good stuff in here. There really is. Oh, yeah. It's. I'm still stuck on the being transformed. Personally, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. Um, for school, it's really cool because I get to translate, um, certain passages in the Bible from Latin to English, and it's just really cool to see like different translations for different words. So, um. For most passages that I read now, I, always, I like to go back to the Latin. Since I don't know Hebrew or Greek, I go back to the Latin, which is the closest to the original that I can get. Um, and I, I can't translate it completely, just like looking at it. But um, I'm look, currently just looking at the um, word for being transformed. And it literally, the Latin word is transformer you kind of can tell what it is transformed being transformed and the word that they use for glory so my version says um being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the lord the word that they use for glory in the um, latin vulgate is not the normal word you use for glory um the normal word the Normal word. The more common word for glory is equivalent to fame. Uh, but this is, that would just be Gloria. But this is a different Latin word for glory. It's Claritate. And it, Claritate and Claritatum. Glory and glory. And it's that heavenly glory rather than the like fame glory.
1: Yeah. Um, I like how your translation says glory to glory. My translation says an ever-increasing glory. Yeah. It's like like constantly rising up. Like you said, it's a heavenly glory that it's ever going to fade, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, man, you guys, there are so many great things in this chapter, this episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope you guys took some stuff away as much as we did because, man, I love talking about it. This, yeah,
0: this has probably been my favorite chapter so far.
1: hmm, indeed. But do you have anything else to add?
0: I don't. Do you?
1: I don't
0: believe so. Cool. Well, I'll pray us out. Okie dokie. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity where we get to share your love with uh, our listeners where we get to learn about you and use that knowledge to just share, spread your love with everyone around us. God, I pray that somebody today heard this and it really impacted them and impacted their view of life. God, and I pray that you show our listeners and show us in our lives as well, how you will continue to transform us and to what you want us to be, God. Form us into the creation that you have planned us to be, that you, we will follow um, your plan for us in every way. God, in your name I pray, amen.
1: Amen. Welcome to there with our little podcast episode over chapter three of Second Corinthians. We hope that you guys have a fantastic week. And remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. And we'll see you next time.
0: See ya.